at SAFM Radio and at Mesh Constant on SAFM. 9.20, closing off the last hour here of our broadcast from the National Arts Festival. And what a jewel it's been. It's been really a lot of fun. And uh, if you were wondering what it was that we played, it was Desposito and featuring uh, Jude uh, Harpstar playing the harp. It kind of feeds and weaves its way in, as she mentioned, a bit like water. And uh, certainly something that is offset by the much stronger, in many ways, violin as well. So fascinating conversations we could just have about string instruments. Mm. She's in the studio right now and she probably knows a whole bunch more than any of us about string instruments. No, she doesn't. She's like her eyes are rolling up. (laughs) But she knows a lot about the arts. Who is she? She's the Artistic Director of the National Arts Festival. Rusira Sethal, thank you so much for joining us. Good morning, Michelle. You look particularly um, bright-eyed and (laughs) bushy-tailed for someone who's gone through or is that all just like fake it till you make it? No, there is a fatigue, but I think this happens at festival. Though, yeah. though one is, is you know, tired because they're packing in a lot, mm. there is an absolute replenishment that happens yeah. when you're at festival. So I, I'm feeling good. I mean, the thing about being the artistic director is that you're curating basically a whole bunch of different things, which sometimes come together as, as a whole. Sometimes it's disparate and it doesn't work at all. Mm. How's it worked for you this year? How have you felt, you know, what you've pulled together has worked? It, it's in the week of the festival that you... That you, you realise. No. <laughs> yes. Did <laughs> I make it? <laughs> yes. Sure. What have I done here? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and, uh, but I must just say, though, I, I'm an artistic director, but I work with a, with a phenomenal team. Yeah. Right? We have an artistic committee. We have um, the rest of the management and mm. the technicians. All of that knowledge comes in and uh, into thinking through what it is, where it can be, how it will land, and all mm. of that makes this full experience. So I have, to, I have to just say that. Yeah. But in terms of in terms of putting it together and this year, I, I definitely have a, a sense of kind of like satisfaction and hopefulness mm. out of what I've been experiencing in in shows, like feeling the the sense that yeah. that audiences are. Well, first of all, we have really nice audience numbers, so so mm. full venues, which is fantastic. And uh, you know, when you're sitting inside the audience, uh, you you can you can feel what people are feeling together. Yeah. And you you it's this intensity, uh, and it's this kind of saturation of experience. Yeah. This this is very this is very uh, satisfying, very beautiful. Definitely a saturation of experience, which is, as you say, a very beautiful experience. How many shows have you had to put on here at the festival this year? We've had about 220 altogether. Mm. Majority of that is Fringe, and then there's also the main curated program. Yeah. So, and of course, that's th- that's uh, throughout the the town. And how does the Fringe work? I mean, are you are you selecting, or can anybody join the Fringe and then go? The Fringe, in in principle, it's an open platform. So mm. Fringe artists, they register and they bring themselves uh, to the festival and they present their work. Of course, this year we had to consider our venues a little bit more particularly, think about ensure that we have um, backup power. And so this created a, a, a limitation on, on the extent of venues that we could mm. put up. So uh, that, of course, impacted uh, on Fringe and Maine. But I do think that, and I've been hearing this from people as well, that there's um, an easier sense of understanding and feeling the whole, feeling the festival mm. as, a, as, 
as one thing that has a navigability, is that a word? I don't even mm. know. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and a coherence. So I do, I mean, 220 is a, is a lot of shows. And for those who, who, yeah. who have been at the festival, it's, it's, it's still quite something to, to, to get to all the things that you want to go to and the day ends up being quite packed. Um, but, but I think it's, uh, it's my experience for this year. It's, it's a good number and it's a good experience. Mm. It, it doesn't feel out of control. It mm. feels as though it's controllable and that it's like you can eat this elephant. And actually, you know? I, I, I bumped into um, an artist who was saying, he actually lives here, but he was saying what was also nice is that he, he wasn't kind of running between shows or getting stressed out when mm. something, you know, there was a 10-minute delay. He had kind of space and time to move between shows, bump into someone yeah. else, grab a coffee. And that's all, you know, important and part of the experience. And having this time and space to kind of absorb and reflect uh, on, on these shows that mm. you're experiencing. So I think that worked well. The other day we were talking, uh, you and I were talking, I think we were part of a group when we were talking, and I was just talking about this idea that, that when we look at the growth of something in terms of entrepreneurship, you start with survivalism and then you go to sustainability, and then you shoot up into scalability. And sometimes there's a danger of shooting up into the scalability because you you're not always ensuring sustainability i mean the costs for example for someone on the fringe to come through and perform etc and we we forget what that costs for those artists so rather have fewer shows where more people can attend is surely a better thing yes and and we saw that with audiences right but i must mm. say the fringe itself is also um it, it there's diversity within the fringe mm, absolutely. so within our top 10 sellers three of those those um shows are fringe shows yeah so you know there's artists who come to the fringe they're they're new to the art scene they're uh trying out new work they're testing ground testing themselves and at the same time we have companies who have been here year after year after year yeah. they have winning formulas audience look for their work they sell out so it in itself you know it, it captures this um what did you call it? This, the With this kind of going from survival to yes, sustainable to exactly. scalable. Yeah. Yeah. Now that you've done it, ten, ten days. Next year, of course, will be fifty years, mm -hmm. which is a big thing. It I mean, thing. that we've had this festival for fifty years mm -hmm. is quite something. To it's astounding, in fact, that it has mm -hmm. survived, and it has survived huge difficulties, um, notably, I mean, in the, in the most recent past, COVID, but also. Mm -hmm an economy which is flailing and, and much, much more. Yeah. What are some of the things that you think you might think about as we move forward? I must say, I feel, I feel um, a, a little bit, uh, I don't know, closed is not the right word, mm. but in, ter in terms of thinking through, through 50, of course we're doing the things that, that, that we have been doing. Bringing, bringing international works takes time. Mm to have those conversations, to raise additional funding. Those are often kind of 18, 24 month cycles mm. of conversation and planning. So those, you know, some, some, some of the bigger works and, and um, we'll, st we'll still be doing that and we're working on that already. Yeah. But I mean, there, there's, I had, a, I mean, you had Msaki here earlier and, mm. and she had uh, one of her, all her, her performances um, and her presence at the festival has been quite profound. But she did a performance at the cathedral, mm. um, Babu Kusela, and it was it was um, it was incredibly moving. And it, it, I I, I remember sitting in there uh, mm. in the audience, and and feeling like you know 
this is also what makes this festival gives it its particularity is the place mm-hmm. and you know the, the the architecture the buildings the history that's in the streets and these these this kind of capturing of of a very particular moment a, a, a kind of bespoke offering that that you can have at NAF is something mm. that I'm quite excited about. I know last year we had um we had a performance with Cara Stacy and um um Machuma Zengo in the nuns chapel. And it, it was also exquisite. It, you know it's like it's you, when you're in there you realize it's a mo- it's a precise moment in time and place that you won't have anywhere mm. else. So I think 50 years really calls on on these very special very precise um offerings for 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 the festival uh but of course it's it it is a moment to kind of launch out into into a new direction and we've come out of covid as you say mm. we've su- survived and and it was it was really you know i could feel this sense of of tentative though presence and and strength that 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 artists are here yeah and 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 having experienced this festival in this position to kind of really move forward and move into new directions and i the, the festival is also ready for that now yeah. it's really ready for kind of looking in reconsidering where it is right now its mm. place in south africa its place in the art scene its connection with the global south with the rest mm. of the continents i hope that we can that we can manifest that in some very clear and exciting ways next year that's that's what we're working towards. We look forward to celebrating it with you, Richard. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Michelle. Good luck for that last day. Yes. May, may you be there in full force I'm and present. full energy. Be <laughs> present, have the coffee, be even more present, and then at the end of the day, <laughs> I hope it's a good one. Thank you. You too, Michelle. Richera is, of course, the artistic director of the National Arts Festival and uh, put together curating a fabulous collection of performances, both on the curated uh, festival, but also pulling together many, many of the fringe artists. And you may recall that yesterday, Rob um, van Furen sort of strolled in to just have a quick chat at the end of the show. And he mentioned how he had just been nominated for an ovation. Well, he won an ovation gold last night. So he won the gold award. Um, I wasn't there. It was very late at night and I knew I had to prep for today. And we did wonder um, if he arrived in a penguin outfit as he promised or not. It's 9.30.